Here's what's coming up on today's show. People are just going to stay put until things kind of regulate again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see a crash. I just see less sales. A little bit of a reduction. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a pullback. It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. I'm Ben Schrock and joining me with uh, part two today is Amanda Andre. Amanda, welcome back. Hi, thank you. And uh, if you missed part one, you can check it out. Uh, We got to know Amanda a little bit better. Um, What kind of got her into the business and uh, kind of the the, maybe a little bit of the growing pain she experienced at first and as to where she is today and uh, you know they're located right downtown Wadsworth um, we use Amanda um, uh, with our real estate business that uh, my partner Billy and I have so we've been working together for how long I think it's been since 2000 I want to say 18, 18. Yeah, yeah so we have five years it's yeah. awesome and then we you know, worked in the same office building for a while yeah. and uh, you helped us buy this building so we got a long history with Amanda yeah. so but and uh so yeah she talked a little bit more about that in part one here in part two we're going to talk a little bit about about the uh the environment that we are in today um you know it's it's uh, so many times people want to go back in time and say and try to relate something to where we are today i'm sure you you're probably hearing it from people and, and being in that world we're hearing it obviously within the market um more specifically last year is this another 2008 is this another 2008 Let's start there. What are your thoughts? Is this another 2008? Absolutely not. No, you don't see it? <clears throat> no, okay. not at all. Um, I mean, I think the biggest, yeah, we're having inflation and, yeah. you know, the market's crazy and there's not enough. Um, actually, back in 2008, there was probably more supply than yeah. demand, obviously. But the difference is the the mortgage lending and how that's not an issue right now because that's what caused right all of the foreclosures and short sales and so we're not having i don't see a i think we'll deflate a little bit obviously mm-hmm. which is probably we're due for that yeah. but i don't think we're going to have a pop yeah i don't i don't i agree 100 percent with you i don't see the bubble no. um that was looming you know banks aren't going to get stung again right uh, quite frankly the government's not going to let them right they didn't they don't want to bail them out again, yeah. right? So I, I don't really see it either. But it, like you said, I think you hit the nail on the head. It, it, real estate, like anything, is cyclical, right? right. Doesn't matter if we look, we're in real estate, we're in you know commodities, you know precious metals. It doesn't matter what whatever asset class you pick. It's cyclical. It's going to ebb and flow. It's going to go up and down. Over time, it is always going to appreciate, though. That's the great thing about real estate right. or any investment for that matter. It is always going to go up in value, and I think that's something we saw happened so quickly and i think that's why it's very sobering now that we come to a screeching halt once they started raising rates and that's where i think the fear starts to happen right yeah what are your thoughts um how long do you think this is going to last the increase in pricing yeah i mean we're still up almost seven percent over last year i I mean in in a what i think that it's considered a normal market you know where it's a balanced market I mean, it's always been in our area somewhere around three, three and a half percent appreciation. But over the last several years, I mean, we've seen six, ten. I think in at one point I had heard something about even like closer to like twenty percent increase right. um, in appreciation, which is probably not healthy. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, but you know, a lot of people took advantage of 
cashing out sure. and and you know the the one thing is the buyers that have bought in this market too i mean yes you're going to pay a maybe a higher premium and, and before the rate increases last year yeah. i mean they were getting excellent interest rates i yep. mean you can't borrow money that as cheap as it was no. so yeah. And I mean, if you look at it, I, I didn't do, I used to know the numbers, but it was something along the line. So don't quote me on this, but it was something, I, I forget, like, it was like for every $100,000 you finance, it was so many dollars. And the, the amount now is insane. What a, a $300,000 house costs you at a 7% interest rate versus a 2.75 or right. where they were. It just blew, blew my mind. And so I think about my that and I position myself as a buyer. If I'm buying a house for $300,000 and I knew I could afford that at 2.75% interest, I want that house, right? And I couldn't get it because the market was so hot and everyone was bid outbidding me. Right. And now all of a sudden interest rates skyrocket. I'm used to, I'm accustomed to seeing this this house, right? I, I want to buy this, but now I can only afford 150. Yeah. So I think buyers are struggling with that, right? It's been heartbreaking for buyers yeah. over the last couple of years, honestly. I mean, we've had people that have just had, you know, in like I definitely respect their decision when they say we just have to like step back yeah. and just stay put for a little bit. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people got their hearts broke. I mean, real estate's so emotional it too for, for buyers and sellers. So they were getting their hearts broken because they were putting their best foot forward and, and offering over the asking price, yep. you know, by writing letters. writing letters, you know, it was a, it was a whole thing. And, um, I respect the people that just said, that's not for yeah. me. And I need, need to take a step back until things kind of correct themselves and um there's still more buyers out there than there are Seller, inventory yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean so we're still very much in a seller's market despite the interest rate you yeah. know increases what what's the average house stand on the market now um as compared to like la i mean last year was what uh, <laughs> hours i mean well so if you really look at the like the data from the yeah. mls it's it's 20 days and okay. part of the reason is is because you know Part of that is maybe due to a contingency period. Gotcha. So, um, and it's only it's 24 days on the market as of last month. Wow. So yeah. it's 20 last year, and now it's 24. Yeah. So, we're not so no, nothing's really changed. If you look at back when um, when we our first year, in, like during the pandemic mm -hmm. in 2020, the average days on market was like 46. Wow. So it's like cut in half, and it's still it's been trending there for the last three years. Jeez. <clears throat> So, and they're not sitting on long enough to warrant price drops either, right? I no. Mean, so we're not even really seeing the, the prototypical slowdown that they were hoping for. Right. Boy, that's not doesn't bode well for that. No, it's and, not raising rates and inflation. And then the, the other thing too is, um, you know, the people going over the asking price. And so if yeah. you look at an average, and this is all just Medina County, mm -hmm. um, but during the start of COVID, houses were selling for about 98 to 99% of what they were listed for. Yeah. And then of course it jumped up to, you know, 104% of the list price. Wow. It's interesting to see, um, my broker does a really great job of keeping data throughout like every month. And it was interesting to see over uh, from uh, like October last year, okay. how the list price versus sale price ratio really decreased when the rates went down. Mm -hmm. So I think that was just kind of a way, you know, it was just people like checking themselves yeah. and, you know, everybody got a little bit nervous, but then it's increased again from, you know, January, February this year through today. today. Wow. Yeah. Do you foresee a, a slowdown at least? I mean, at some point it's got to, 
come to a head if if people are I mean, you can't keep borrowing money at 8% or, you know, right. 7 now, but going up if they keep raising them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You probably know better than I do, but it sounds like there was talk about maybe another rate hike, rate hike again. Maybe two. That's what I heard. But that doesn't, it doesn't immediately affect right. us in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of people don't understand that when they're listening to it on the news. So sure. that's, you know, just a, a matter of educating people. But I don't see a slow. I don't. Yeah. Uh, now the number of sales is certainly down, and I think we're not going to see the increases in pricing yeah. like we have been year over year. You know, our, our sales are definitely down, but the days on the market is you know still very strong. The list price versus rate, uh, sale price ratio, which just means that there's still plenty of buyers out there, sure. and they're like fighting to get these houses. Yeah. Well, and I saw that mortgage applications were down, which, you know, again, like anything, it tells half the story. Well, exactly. People aren't financing at 7%. They might be buying cash, right? right? I don't know. We've had more cash deals over the last couple of years than mm -hmm. I've ever seen in the 18 years I've been in this business. Yeah. And I mean, so again, when you see headlines, there's there's more substance to that than than what you're seeing. So it's interesting to hear from your perspective, though. Um, So you don't really anticipate much going like much change really right i mean other than like you said maybe a little bit of a pullback a little bit of a correction yeah i think so i think people that are in a house right now and if there's not a re like a immediate you know need to move like a job relocation exactly and they're sitting at a three percent interest rate right now Mm -hmm. i mean they're probably going to stay put yeah um unless like i said they've got a family change something happens so that's i think a part of the lack of inventory is people are just going to stay put until things kind of regulate again um but yeah, I mean, I don't see a crash. I just see less sales. A little bit of a reduction. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a pullback. Yep. What about retirees? You know, people, do you guys work with a lot of retirees that are trying to downsize? Yes. I, I, we do, obviously. That's our business. Yeah. And, you know, we hear it all the time. We want to sell, but we don't know where to go. And that's uh, finding a ranch in Wadsworth is like, you know, a needle on a haystack. And it's crazy to see what people are willing to do for a ranch in Wadsworth. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of the condos in, yeah. in town, I mean, they have kind of basically an internal waiting list mm-hmm. of people that are like ready ready to go as soon as one becomes available. Um, but yeah, it's tough. Although the one thing I have noticed is a lot more people, like if they're snowbirds and they've got a place down south someplace, yeah. They're renting up here too, mm-hmm. you know, and until maybe something becomes available because they're only spending half their time here anyhow. Yeah. So we, we have seen a lot more people, you know, trending towards that and, you know, just going down south in the winter. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's, you can't blame them. And, and some people are just renting just to, you know, stay put too. I mean, yeah. is that sometimes the hard advice you have to give your buyers right now is that may not own a house or just currently renting? Hey, your best just to sometimes yeah i mean especially because you know we always have to set the expectation or we have we have had to over the last couple years that okay if you're approved for three hundred thousand, we can't look at houses that are three hundred thousand. right i mean you couldn't compete because Mm -hmm. they're selling for 325 350 so we had to kind of back up the expectation of of what it is that they're going to be able to get now i can see that part i think is improving a little bit right now yeah but it's fascinating to me now you you do pretty much your you don't are you all like residential you don't do any uh like business no we don't do any commercial i usually refer that um refer that business out 
but yeah, we do um, all residential, residential, you know, single family and condo. And then do you guys work with a lot of investors? We work with a handful. Okay. So you guys, obviously, mm-hmm. one of our Aren't best clients. Our, our, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I do work with a lot of developers. Um, okay. And so over the last couple of years, I've, I've had a good relationship with some local developers, and I've sold a lot of land over the last couple of years. Yeah. So You see that? Is that starting to slow down a little bit, too? Yeah. I mean, and partly, at least in our, you know, in Wadsworth area, is there's just not a lot oh, of yeah. it. Right. <laughs> there's not a lot of it. Yeah. So when something becomes available, it usually sure. goes quick. Quickly and yeah, there's just until some of these you know farms are mm-hmm. redeveloped. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you're working with investors and things like that, how much into the weeds do you get with like cap rates and like people running rentals and and do you offer advice on that or are you kind of like oh? You know, so depending on how like if somebody was looking at like a, a larger unit you know, multifamily. multifamily yeah. yeah, that would, I mean, anything above a four unit is con- considered commercial. Okay. So that's something that I would, you know, either bring somebody, a commercial agent in to, to give advice on, but um, it's pretty, our, our company, MC Real Estate, we do have a property management division. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of good resources to reach out to people and say, hey, what's a, you know, four bedroom, two bath in Wadsworth go for, yeah. you know, for rent. Gotcha. What are your thoughts? I, I love it. I think it's I think it's like the, the greatest I don't want to say loophole because it's in the tax code, but at ten thirty one exchanges. Do you do a lot of those or we have not come across a lot of those, but yeah. um, over the last couple of years, maybe a handful of them, uh, we've had uh, you know larger investors do just to kind of protect that, you know, protect their money. Yeah, I mean But I, finding something is the problem that yeah, they're having. Right now it yeah. is and and cuz you have I forget what is it 90 days or it's a I timeline. Think, yeah, it's it? either 9 90 or 6 months or so. I mean it's it's a it's a timeline that they have an intermediary in yes. there that holds it and that kind of stuff, but I mean if you can do it right, I was like envisioning this when we were getting ready to talk. I'm like Man, if I bought a house for like a hundred thousand or fifty thousand, then I did you know just ten thirty one constantly, right? And yeah. Pay no taxes on it, and then I died. My kids inherited a step up in basis. They how much tax gain that they just washed away? Right. Now I'd have to die for them to get it, right. but um, <laughs> either they'd be happy at some sort. <laughs> but I'm thinking if you do that with rentals and and because you can do that with any property, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a primary residence. I just my wheels started spinning. I'm like, man, that that's such a great. I, when, when are they going to close that loophole type thing, right? Is it too good to be true? And, and uh, right now it's not. So I, I don't mean, know if not a lot of people know that unless yeah. they're like seasoned investors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like the average homeowner probably even knows what that is. So yeah. um, normally when I hear anybody that's that's using that benefit, it's, it's usually like the, the seasoned investors that own a lot of properties right. and they're just kind of, you know, transitioning. Just moving from one to the yeah. next and using it for a tax shelter yes. and, and not getting killed in taxes and right. things like that. Yeah, it's always interesting. I know advi- an advisor that does... He does a lot of those. It's uh, they're he uses like Delaware, Delaware Statutory Trust DSTs. They're called. It's okay. an investment, and they'll they'll go buy it. They'll pull. It's almost like a re, real estate investment trust, and um, they'll pull. They can ten thirty one properties into that investment, and then it's got a hold there for. It, it it's like a six I think six seven year holding period usually before they can liquidate that and get right. out of it and go to another property so it's it's always like a like kind of like plan C on the list if I can't find a property in so many days and I can always go into something like that okay but yeah it, it's interesting the the world of real estate to me and where I'm kind of full circle and talking about our world is 
you know, it's an, it's an asset class, you yeah. know, and it should be treated as such. And I'm obviously not a believer in, okay, everything in real estate, you got to be diversified so that you don't get stung like buying 2008 and, and, uh, lose your pants on or lose your shirt on something like that. But, right. um, you guys and, and, and you and, and the gals in the office, you guys dabble personally with it. And cause I imagine it's hard being, knowing what you know about real estate to not own it or want to do it. Or is it yeah. like, I don't want to. So do my work at home type deal, right? So there are um, there are some girls on the team that do, do have like investment properties, yeah. some like multifamily properties. Um, myself, I had the opportunity to partner with um, with my broker actually mm-hmm. in purchasing a building downtown nice. um, about five years ago, and so that's my only in property other investment. than my yeah other than my primary residence. But what I've learned is I really like commercial yeah. uh, investment to, for me. I, yeah. I think it's a lot easier than the turnover of you know, residential. <laughs> right. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, but the turnover of residential. So that's been a really great experience and I would be open to more of that. Yeah. And do you feel like that they kind of leave you alone more? I'm always yeah. worried about, cause we don't do a lot of rentals, you know, that yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, the, I don't want my phone to ring. Well, it wouldn't be my be bills right. phone ringing at 3am cause the, the furnace broke right. or something like that. Um, you don't really get that with your guys. No. That's nice. No. And it's, a, it's a tax company. So, yeah. I mean, they're not there, but right. a couple months out of the year, really. Yeah. So win. yeah, no. Awesome. Um, so uh, boy, what else to, to add on this? Do you, anything else you want to add, Amanda, on the, the, the state of the market, I guess, within real estate or any numbers that you, you compared for this year versus last year as to any I mean, projections? I mean, I don't know if that I have projections. Like I said, I don't see anything, the bubble bursting. I don't think that's happening. I do think there'll be a, a deflation. I think we're probably already on that trend yeah. as far as like housing prices. And that doesn't mean it's going to like plummet. I just think it's not going to increase the way it has been over the last couple of years. Um, I feel for the buyers out there in the market, but, uh, you know, and I understand the seller's position if they want to stay put for right mm-hmm. now. Um but hopefully, you know, hopefully there's some equilibrium, right? Exactly. Some balance. Yeah. And that would be nice. At what point do you feel though, uh, a house has to sit, how long does it have to sit to warrant like a price reduction in this market? Nowadays? In this market? I mean, because we're still in a really, you know, um, a really good seller's market. I say, I mean, it used to be again, in a more balanced market, I would say two to three weeks. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, if we don't have something solid within a week, we probably need to reevaluate either whether it's price or condition, whatever it is. Um, So if the condition is not something that can be um, adjusted, then it always goes back to price. Yeah. And we kind of need to see more of that, you know, collectively across the board for us to really feel like we've kind of reset a little bit for get back to equilibrium. I know we, you know, even talking in the office, you know, a couple of the properties that we have had to do price reductions on it. We haven't done that in years. I mean, I feel like, and, um, hard conversation does that one. Right. right, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, uh, go, I'll go ahead and let you plug the your contact information, and then we'll wrap things up. Sure. So. Um, the Amanda Andre team with MC Real Estate. You can find us downtown Wadsworth um, or at amandaandre.com. And my phone number is 330-802-9618. 
Thank you. And if you guys need to get a hold of us, you can reach us at 330-473-1060 or go online at www.bashrock-fg.com. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or a guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.